stars and black holes. Two extremely powerful forces of nature that science has yet to truly understand. Like, how is our sun really able to burn for billions of years on just one tank of gas? Are scientists missing out on discovering certain natural truths to the degree they are limited by their own beliefs? And if so, can opening themselves up more to the paranormal actually help them in finding the answers they seek? Consider these things and more on this episode of The Supernatural Explorer. Supernatural Explorers, welcome to episode 28, the supernatural side of stars and black holes. But before we jump into this one, I have to talk about the upcoming Secret to Skinwalker Ranch. There was no SSR this past week, but I did see what the next episode is going to be about, and I'm so curious to watch it. Why? Because episode 8 is called revelations and quote the team learns their research is of great interest to the intelligence community first off whenever i hear the words intelligence community and know they are going to be talking about ufos i'll admit i'm a bit jaded and i expect at the very least to hear these intelligence people say the words threat a few times along with similar words that can tend to promote fear. And I'm almost willing to bet that they will say the phrase threat to national security at least once. That being said, this is also one of those times when I'm hoping that I'm totally wrong, in which case I'll say I'm wrong and apologize for my informed yet slanted outlook. I'll also gladly exhale upon feeling like the government isn't trying to brainwash us into thinking that UFOs in the sky are a threat to national security, a threat to the world, etc. If you don't know where I'm coming from, some people who claim to be in the know say that the military-industrial complex will eventually attempt to use a false flag UFO threat to create the next big war against ETs, real or not, because war is the fuel of the military-industrial complex. So, whenever I hear any intelligence-related people in the media talking about UFOs as a threat, my ears perk up and I wonder, are they laying the groundwork for their big plan? Just something I'm lightly following, like as I've discussed before, 
when I mentioned that I saw the History Channel series Unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigation. The season finale of that show was the last time it was blatantly clear to me that some in the intelligence community view UFOs as a threat to national security, a threat to the world. And this is interesting. I'm just noticing now that the season finale of Unidentified is called The Revelation. And Secret of Skinwalker Ranch season finale is called Revelations. Coincidence? We will see. But again, hopefully I'm all wrong about this upcoming episode of SSR entitled Revelations. Maybe the revelation will be that these intelligence community people are seeking to understand and open the diplomatic channels of communication with whoever is piloting the UFOs. Maybe the revelation will be that they have already started this peaceful process. However, on the sad chance my first guess is right, and these intelligence community people are talking of threats with UFOs on SSR, then I'll look further into that episode, why they chose the title Revelations, and what that episode is really about. Either way, I already know I'm doing a show on that episode, right or wrong. Okay, back on topic. I feel like people often forget that the main driver of science is not fact at all, but belief. Science is actually way more belief-based than it is fact-based. Sure, science does need facts in the form of data to try and support its beliefs, but even with all the factual data, some things are still never truly proven, or worse, they get things totally wrong. Yet, science marches on because belief is the true foundation, the fuel and driving force behind the search for any facts. Without belief, science wouldn't exist. When scientists do find things they believe in, they have a great model for trying to support them with simple steps. You believe something, you state that belief as a hypothesis, then you test it repeatedly until that belief starts seeming more and more like a fact, which in turn strengthens your beliefs. And it must really be fun to be a scientist that believes in something in your gut so strong that you follow those instincts form a hypothesis around them, and put them to the test, only to find out that all the data legitimately supports what you knew in the first place. I think that happens to all of us at different points in our lives. Can you remember the last time you got the strong sense of something before you knew all the supporting details? Like it could have been at a social gathering, remember those? When you were introduced to someone new who by all observable measures appeared to be a very polite individual. And despite the nice things they said and their smile, your gut told you that this person was a creeper and you wanted to get away from them and avoid them in the future. Then sometime later you learn the facts, the details, supporting that your gut was right. They were indeed a creeper. Scientifically, upon first meeting of this misguided soul, Your hypothesis was there was something wrong enough about them because your gut was telling you so, intuitively, giving you the heebie-jeebies or the hairs going up on the back of your neck. Well, I've had some of these gut feelings for a while, 
around stars and black holes. Beliefs that some might consider to be supernatural, just like gut feelings themselves are. One thing that has never sat right in my gut is science's attempts at explaining why stars, like our sun, are able to burn for billions of years. Yeah, they present sciencey answers that sound intelligent like the efficiency of thermonuclear fusion is a major reason the sun has kept radiating heat for so long. So, they are saying that the sun is like a very slow burning nuclear reactor. Well, technically burn isn't the right word. It's nuclear fusion, but we all get the point. And that's great. But that still doesn't explain where the sun and other stars get all their energy from. To say that they get it from themselves seems contrary to common sense, let alone science. I mean, is there one other thing in this entire universe that shows a similar makeup where it seemingly provides endless energy from itself? The mighty rivers wouldn't be anything without the outside influences driving them, like the sun heating the water to evaporate and fall and gather as rivers. The mighty wind wouldn't be anything without outside influences driving it, like the sun heating the earth and creating uneven temperatures on the surface that then feed the winds. So, if the sun is the outside influence driving so many other natural processes, what is the outside influence that drives the sun? I mean, even nuclear reactors require a steady input of fuel, uranium or plutonium, to keep them running. It's not like you add a certain amount of fuel and then they become as hypothetical little suns continuing to create energy without more fuel eventually being added. So what's so special about the sun that it doesn't seem to have this common sense need? The answer to what's so special about the sun and other stars, if true, is exactly what makes it supernatural. And science has plenty of their theories, but again, without explaining exactly how an output of energy is balanced with an input of fuel, it just doesn't add up for me. My gut says it's something different, something that actually makes more sense, even scientifically, and here it is. My supernatural-based belief, my hypothesis, that I'm sure must have appeared somewhere else in science fiction, is that black holes feed stars. First, right off the bat, that sits so comfortably with me, with my gut. Why? Take the most powerful sucker and gatherer of universal matter ever, the black hole, put it in a universe that's mostly made of hydrogen, and match it with a sun that burns hydrogen, and this steady flow from black hole to sun would certainly explain how it and other stars can burn for so long. Some might ask, what about the physical distance between stars and black holes? That doesn't even make sense. Well, a few episodes back, I discussed wormholes and how they are naturally occurring gateways that traverse space-time. Yes, without wormholes, it would be hard to imagine how a black hole that is not physically near a star transmits energy to a star. But, wormholes can connect any two points in space-time. 
So if we were looking through a lens that showed things as they appear from a higher dimension than space-time, we'd see the black holes feeding the stars via wormholes or similar natural structures. To the physical eye, it would look like stars were pulling the energy out of thin air, but I don't ever remember reading that anywhere, that our sun pulled energy out of thin air. Instead, I see explanations that speak to the sun or other stars being like perpetual motion or perpetual energy machines. And everyone knows those aren't real. Are they? How all these ideas even recently came to me was when I was thinking further about another paranormal-related topic that I believe in. Shadow people and that they suck energy and light. In my episode on shadow people, I theorized how since they come from a lower vibratory realm, in encountering people from our realm, a higher vibratory realm, the natural consequence of the two contrasting vibrations trying to balance out is that we give off some higher vibes like heat and light, and they in turn give off lower vibes like cold and darkness. It's a natural process of the two vibrations trying to find balance between each other. From there, I imagine that all the vibratory realms must be connected at points to one another. I mean, after all, everything in the universe, seen and unseen, known and unknown, is all connected. And every vibratory spectrum seems to bleed into itself, to have gradual transitions, like how red light bleeds into orange and into yellow and onward into the ultraviolet and beyond. There are general limits to what we can see and perceive, and then there is right outside what we can perceive that is still the next point of connection. All of the paranormal phenomena that seemingly appear and disappear out of nowhere is evidence of these connection points. Back to the example of shadow people, their realm, and the connection and interaction with our earthly realm, the points of connection where energy and light get sucked up from their lower vibratory realm into our higher one might look like a black hole to the shadow people, and where energy and light are given back from our realm in a balanced exchange might just look like a sun on their realm. And what would keep the energy between those two systems flowing perpetually? It would be the fact of the different vibratory realms being near each other but apart, separate but connected, as everything is, and nature trying to achieve balance between the two. Much the same way evaporation and rainfall is a perpetual system, and the blowing winds are part of a perpetual system. Nothing lasts forever, but some things do last billions of years. So any process that exists in nature itself could self-perpetuate and last billions of years. And what does it mean to be set in motion by nature itself? Very simply, separate vibrations encountering and seeking balance between themselves. Beyond this being interesting to consider... Why is any of this important for us? Because if a being from a lower shadow realm can connect with our realm and tap into an energetical flow 
that would remain as long as the passageway was open? Is there a way beings like us can tap into a higher vibratory realm and draw limitless energy from there as well? If that is the case, we wouldn't need any energy at all except enough to find these doors, these wormholes, and or keep them open. And as I pointed out in past episodes, Sasquatch appearing and disappearing without technology speaks to these doors of connection between vibratory realms occurring naturally. And UFOs appearing and disappearing in the sky speaks to these doors being able to be open and closed with technology. Nikola Tesla knew the truth of how we may naturally draw limitless energy seemingly from thin air. And that's why greedy people defunded him. However, our sun and every other star stand as testaments to the limitless power of the universe that still awaits for us to tap into and for the next brave scientist like Tesla to believe in enough to go find it again. Till next time, everyone. Peace.